This week, Intentional Sounding is brought to you by Skillshare. Hey, did you want to learn a thing? Did you want to know how to do a thing? Well, Skillshare can help you out. Did you want to, if you want to know how to talk good, not like the words I'm saying, if you want to learn, learn how to do a good ad read, maybe I should go on Skillshare to learn how to do a good ad read because Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of classes in design, business, technology, and more. Anyone can join the millions of members in their community and you can learn cutting edge skills, network with peers, and discover new opportunities. You can network and like, People get jobs from this, so that's pretty cool. Uh, it's under $10 a month, and you can get access to thousands of Skillshare classes taught by the world's best teachers in all of the amazing uh, categories Skillshare has to offer. Each class also has a project, so you can actually put your skills into practice and share your work with community members around the world. You can do real-world stuff with this. Um, there's a lot of, personally, I'm, I'm a home cook, so I appreciate all the knife skills uh, classes that you take. Uh, it's super, super cool, super helpful. And hey, just because we like you so much here at Intentional Sounding, you can get two months of free classes. So go to bit.ly slash skillscav, S-K-I-L-L-S-C-A-V, Again, that's bit.ly slash skillscav for your two months of free classes. Skillshare, the skills you need to succeed. Hey, do you like seeing? Do you like seeing with your eyes? If so, can I interest you in this new product called of glasses? Oh, what's that you say? Glasses are like eight thousand dollars at your local glasses smith well i say fooey to that come along with me to this journey to a magical place called warbyparker.com warby parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty objective they want to offer designer eyewear at a revolutionary price while leading the way for socially conscious businesses uh if you have to buy glasses uh, you know that the eyewear industry is dominated by a single company that pretty much makes all lenses, all frames. It sucks because it's a monopoly and it means they get to charge $8,000 for that cool pair of glasses that you really want. Hey, guess what? You don't have to go with them. You can go with Warby Parker. They're an alternative uh, and they offer good eyewear at a pretty good price. So their prescription eyeglasses at Warby Parker start at just $95. And you can find a new pair today with their free home try-on program that has fast free shipping both ways. So if you don't like the frames or the lenses aren't right, the focus isn't great, it hurts your head to have them on, whatever, you can send them back. They'll get you a new one. It's super, super easy. The other great thing about Warby Parker is that for every pair that you buy, a pair is distributed to somebody in need. Uh, all you got to do is go to bit.ly slash cscav, that's S-E-E-S-C-A-V, to find out more about that. I also want to let you know that the Scavengers Network, uh, the podcast network we're on, has a store. We got a merch store, fam! 
Uh, you can go to the scavengersnetwork.storeenv.com. That's the scavengersnetwork.storeenv.com. You can find merch for all your favorite shows. Uh, there's a State Your Case uh, shirt up on there. There's shirts for Myth Takes, Spooky Spouses, Historical Hotties. You also got a uh, spooky spouses mugs. You got a uh, you got a coffee mug from Mama Java's over uh, from the Myth Takes thing, and a bunch of general Scavengers Network uh, merch too. I personally love the spooky spouses embroidered polo. So if you're if you're looking for a recommendation, uh, I'm gonna stop using this very creepy voice and get back to the show. Uh, I want to thank again the Scavengers Network for having us on the podcast. Uh, be sure to check out all the shows that I just mentioned. Historical Hotties, Spooky Spouses, Academy Outcast, State Your Case, Myth Takes, and all the rest. Uh, and yeah, here's the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. This is the Draw Play Podcast, and I am your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio. And with me, as always, is a bag of Chex Mix that's been picked clean from everything but the pretzels, Sam Grezis. Ah, uh, they got to the rye chips, too. Those are the those are my favorite ones. I, um, actually, I don't know if I'm the only one that does this. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not, because the internet exists, but... I have a strategy when I'm eating Chex Mix and it doesn't make any sense because like I only like the Chex and the rye chip part of any given Chex Mix unless it's one of those weird like cheese flavored ones. So what I'll do because this makes sense in my head when I'm snacking is I'll eat the pretzels in those weird breadstick things first even though I don't like them that much. I'll just eat those first so that I can enjoy the actual snack, which is only the rye chips and the checks. You really think you're alone in that? You think you're the no, only person who doesn't, like, split up those bags into the parts they like first? Like, I think everybody eats the stuff they don't like first. That's... I eat the pretzels first, that's for sure. Okay, I was wondering, so my thing is, I I was sure I wasn't the only person who did that. I was wondering how weird it was, because, like... I do that with, and I, like, the weird thing about this is I eat my cereal, like, dry because I don't like milk, but, like, when I eat Lucky Charms, I, I'll pick out, like, the non-marshmallow parts and eat those guys first, and then I'll save all the marshmallowy bits for last. Well, the mistake you're making there is eating Lucky Charms, which are disgusting. Oh, no, but they're magically and delicious at the same time. We, we... We ranked all the cereals, and I thought we both had Lucky Charms pretty low. They were, like, one of my—they were probably, like, my worst cereal. I, no, like, they were, like, bottom five. They, they definitely weren't in my bottom five. I remember, though, we, we had some agreement on the on the breakfast cereals list. I think Lucky Charms might have been the one we disagreed on. I had it somewhere in the middle, um, and you had yeah. it near the bottom, I think. I, I had it at the bottom. I think Corn Pops were, are the worst cereal. Yeah, but we both put Corn Pops at the very, very bottom. Just, just disgusting. Just horrific, Despicable horrific cereal. But no, yeah, I always split up Chex Mix. Honestly, I'm 
OCD enough that if I get a bag of M&Ms, I'll split the M&Ms up by color. Oh, man. I See, I can't... Get... Like, they don't even taste different from no. each other, but I still split them up by color because I'm always curious which color I got the most of. And then I will eat the M&Ms by color so that I only have one of every color left. And then I have a rainbow. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I wonder why I've done this with myself. And then know... I'm done. Do you know anybody who claims that they can uh, that they can differentiate them based on like the taste of whatever dye they use? Because I I distinctly remember I knew a kid in high school who said he could taste differences in the M and M's. I remember being at a bar once and someone I don't think it was like a good friend of mine or anything. It was like a friend of a friend who was hanging out. Uh, they claimed that they could do it and. They had, like, we bought them a, you know, a bag of M&M's, and we laid them out, and, like, they were right, I want to say, like, 75% of the time, and we, like, we got pretty far through that bag, so, I mean, maybe it was just luck, but I don't know, maybe there's something to it, if, if you know... If if you if you live in either the Chicago or this or, or the uh, Portland area, hit us up on Twitter and we'll do a live Eminem test of your abilities. We won't do that. I don't know. No, we this, we man. won't. But we'll we'll pretend we did. Yes, we will. Yes, <laughs> we will. I do. I do love Eminem. Let me ask you this question: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Out of pl- oh, you get a plain regular bag of Skittles. Yeah. What color are you eating first? What color am I? Which is clearly the worst color. Oh God! I mean, it's got to be orange, right? Yes. I think it's got orange is the worst. Like I like the green. The green and the green got like different because it used to be lime and now it's green apple, or it used to be green apple and now it's lime. I can't remember, but like a couple years ago, they made the swap and green was i think that skyrocketed green above uh orange for me at least yeah yeah it's it's orange for sure all right orange is the worst then i have no real love for the purple grape the purple i like the purple i like it's like it, it, it's it's there well it kind of tastes for for me the purple one tastes distinct just because fake grape flavor is so easy to pick out you know it's it, it's so distinct like like candy grape is yeah. one of those like distinctive flavor like blue raspberry which is one another one of those right. flavors it's just like this isn't like these don't exist there's no blue raspberries in the world but blue raspberry <laughs> is a flavor that we all know getting- and i i i love blue raspberry stuff like i i have no shame if you have like a blue raspberry lollipop i am eating that shit i'm gonna actually like so i'm i'm looking this up now because i've always wondered this is this is going to be the we're bringing it back is the we google shit uh portion of the show uh i'm looking up where the hell blue raspberry came from oh that makes so much sense okay so according to this mental floss article that i just read for literally 15 seconds and now i'm i'm scanning um so it started with like Otter Pops flavor ices, those, those, you know, those little popsicles yeah. that come in bag things that you push up. Um, mm-hmm. 
And they, they came in a variety of flavors, but they were already having a lot of trouble distinguishing between cherry and strawberry flavor. So they made one red and they made one pink. They had a ton of blue dye lying around, but no flavors that actually called for a blue flavor. So what they did was they married the flavor of the white bark raspberry, um, which is a raspberry. That, it's like those those white raspberries. Yeah. Uh, they married that with this brilliant It's the most blue. privileged raspberry. Yes, yes, it is. Or a ton of ton of Starbucks and yoga studios uh, around where you can find them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so so it was pretty much based on necessity. As they were like, we've got this whole, we want to do a raspberry flavor. We got all this blue dye. Why don't we like do it? Let's let's just put it put it put it all up in there, and then it it took off and. So I guess I guess this answers my question of of like is blue raspberry raspberry flavored and the answer I guess is ostensibly yes although maybe it's not It's never tasted like raspberry like that's the thing it Right it so, tastes like a strange sugar flavor that wa- doesn't exist anywhere else like I've never had something that tastes like blue raspberry that wasn't explicitly like a blue raspberry like lollipop or jolly rancher or what have you i'm i'm wondering now this is this like a play-doh like caveman looking at the roof like the shadow of fire like the the shadows on the cave wall like thing where like the original blue raspberry flavor tasted like raspberry but like after that took off every single blue raspberry flavor un like after that is one degree of separation because that blue raspberry flavor is based on the blue raspberry flavor of the otter pops and flavor ices. Hmm. Yes, that's true because otter pops, they were trying to mimic actual raspberry flavor. Yeah. And then, and that, then it mm. was like, yeah, that's right. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Really if, if you trace, things. if you trace enough, um, blue raspberry, um, levels back, do you get blue Kevin bacon? Mm, yes, the six degrees of blue raspberry. <laughs> should we talk about football? I think we should probably talk about. Yeah, football. please, because I'm really hungry for candy now, and I, you know, that's not that's <sighs> right. not good for you. So, thank you. So, week <laughs> week four. Week four was mm-hmm. week four was a good week of football in that all the like weird random crap of week three. That was like, oh, what's going on? All kind of came crashing back down to earth. Yeah. And things that we thought were true are now back to being true instead of being upset by everything that happened in week three. Yeah. I mean, we could start with the what was an excellent Thursday night football oh, game. Man. Like probably yeah. one of the best Thursday night games of all time, Rams-Vikings. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, props to – oh, my God. Who was it? It was Sue Storm and um... – who else? The first female uh, duo um, calling a game. Yes, and they got a, they I, got a fucking great one. I'm I'm sure they put this on the thing, and they were like, "I don't fucking know, whatever." Uh, let's let's put these two on. I a, expected on this to be a blowout game. in the Rams' favor, especially after the Vikings faltered against the Bills. But For Vikings, sure. yeah, 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 made a pretty good competition out of it, and it was like insane how how productive. Like this is. Everybody was talking about how good Jared Goff 
was it, uh-huh. like Jared Goff has looked really good this season, and he like he, like last year everyone was kind of like, oh well, he's he's a system quarterback, but this year he's making throws that it doesn't matter how good of a system you're in, like you no, still it's... have to make these these throws that are legitimately impressive, and he was making them. Yeah. Like the, he threw like a absolute dime to the back corner of the end zone. I forget who caught it, but it like I think it was Cooks. It was. It, it was. was just, I think it was Cooper Cup. Um, uh, if, yeah, if that might have been about, it. Yeah. It was just. It was. It was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. You you can't make that unless you're unless you're good unless no. you're a legitimately good quarterback. Like that's that's a ace throw. Can you imagine if Jared Goff never got like Sean McVay? Like, what a fucking tragedy. I, you, this is one of the moments, like, after watching that game, you can literally go back and, like, see the parallel universe timeline, like, split to Jared Goff, like, never getting any kind of decent quarterback coaching. And then, you know, mediocrity forever turns into a yeah. turns into a McCown. And yeah, if it's, that, like, yeah, right. If he, that, like, for he, sure, he could have been. He could have been even worse. Like his first year under Fisher, he was, he was abysmal. It mm-hmm. was, it was scoff and goff. It was yeah. bad. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Also, but now, but now we got football. Ryan Gosling, and it's the best. Uh, before I before I get a bunch of uh, tweets at me, it's not it's not Sue Storm the uh, character from the Fantastic Four. Uh, Andrea Kremer and Hannah Storm were the ones calling that game. They did a fucking great job. Uh, so I'd like, I'd love to see more of that. Um, Although um, Sue Storm calling a football game might be interesting. That'd be super cool. It, it, it'd be easy to tell if she had a bias, mm-hmm. if the win picked up when one team had the ball. It's very you know? true. That's very, She's very just like, true. Oh, 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 the Raiders, uh, they're, Derek Carr snaps back and throws the ball. Oh, the ball just goes backwards. Goes just, backwards. wow, that must have been a really strong gust of wind there. What a the, shame. And The, um, the game-time <laughs> field goal from 15 yards out has got to be a sure thing. And, oh, oh, no. Some sort of invisible woman uh, appears to have have snatched the ball out of, out of thin air. And... And and her friend the human torch is here too. I'm 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 going off the rails on this bit. I'm so sorry. Who would be the best football player out of the X Men? Didn't we didn't we do this in like the early days of kissing Susie Colbert? Like, didn't we do Maybe. a I'm trying to think. We we you and I put together the Pokemon team. I remember we did that. Yes. Yeah, I, we put together a Pokemon team. Didn't we also do a mock draft where we where we like drafted up? Uh, we didn't do specific X Men, but we did. Uh, I think we did fictional uh, characters to be on a uh, football team. In that sounds the, like something we would have done at KSK. I don't personally remember it. I'm, but I'm just trying to think of like who would be the best, and like I feel like it would have to be Kitty Pride, right? Because oh, she just runs through everybody. That's a really good. Wouldn't she? So. She, so, but to, is she able? She's able to phase things that she's holding, right? I so if she's so. holding the football, yeah. could she just phase her and the football through, or would the football not? Well, it has to go because if she couldn't phase objects, then she would just leave her clothes behind every time she went through a wall. I'm so I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm wondering about that too. Um, I. It, it, 
So the the first thought is Nightcrawler that I had, right? Oh, that's a yeah, that's good. You know, because it's, that's it's, real it's good. a similar kind of thing. just teleports into the end zone. <laughs> yeah, but well, but I don't know how far he can teleport, right? Like, I feel like he never bamfs more than like ten yards away, which still is pretty great. And if you can do it in quick success, succession, more power to you. But like, I don't, I don't know the actual rules of that. Um, I feel like you know Colossus is 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 a good pick as well, right? Because mm-hmm. he, he got just like big, big, strong boy. I mean, the there's a lot of metal tall. in the helmet, so Magneto would be able to push people tacklers away from him. That's but he wouldn't be true. Able to, like, move I never thought about that or well, anything. Well, well, think about Magneto as a kicker. Mm. I'm gonna let that sink in and let you. And <laughs> he let would just. You... It just bend the the, the goalpost yep, so yep. that the ball always goes through. Yep, yep, yeah. He'd be a shit kicker, but he'd bring the goalpost wherever he needs them. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering. Hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's good. It's, I, Professor X doesn't have telekinesis, does he? I don't think he can like move shit with his mind. No, he can like I'm freeze wrong. people in. Like no, I don't think he can like pick things up with his brain. I think that's that, that's what's her face, Jean Grey. So she might be. Mm, yeah, that'd all be right. good. And that well, then you got all the flyers too, right? Which which would be pretty significant game breakers mm-hmm. in that way. It, honestly, there's so many flyers that I I almost wonder if it wouldn't be a great advantage because mm-hmm. there'd be a bunch of defenders who can also fly. That's true. That's true. It's an interesting... Well, it's, very, it's very interesting... Um, hmm. You also run into X-Men a lot of problems... X-Men Mutant Football. Because, because, like, there's a bunch of, like, Spider-Man was an X-Person for, for some time, and then he did his own thing. You have all of this, like, eligibility questions in terms of are you an X-Man or not? Or were you an X-Man or not? And if you were an X-Man but are, like, now in the Avengers or whatever. Or in, like, this other, like, team. Like, the Runaways or what whatever Marvel team. Like, are, does that count or does it not count? So I think, like, if, if we were to put together some sort of, like, Marvel Football League... Putting together the X-Men team would be a massive fucking headache because because of the eligibility questions. Yeah, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. X I, like there's a there's so many questions with X-Men football. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna I would like to hear our listeners' ideas of who would make who in the X-Men would make the best football players. I'm gonna pose a question to you. Do tell us. Who you think a would DC, be the best DC at owning team, people? DC football team versus Marvel football team. Who wins? So, so um, is like Quicksilver like the cornerback and the Flash is a wide receiver? Are those two covering each other the whole time? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You can you can pick anyone you want, but because basically, like, if if you were like the best, from... like, like if you had either the speedsters, like speedsters are ludicrously overpowered. You could just chuck the ball every single time 
and the Flash or Quicksilver would just go get it and then run into the end zone. Well, right. So but at the you'd same have to time, put those like, two you can't, you on can't, each other. You can't speed up the. Uh, you can't speed up the football, right? Like you could have. You could have the Flash be the running back, but Quicksilver would. You would. You know, you'd play man defense. That would be Quicksilver's uh, target the whole time, and presumably they would cancel each other out, right? Like they would be mm-hmm. equivalent. I think Marvel takes it just because like I feel, I feel like, like Marvel just has more varied yeah. powers and more yeah. heroes in general. Like Batman wouldn't be good at football compared to all of these other super meta humans. He he he's just a big a strong dude. Uh mm-hmm. Superman would mm-hmm. obviously be amazing. Yeah, but that's um well, like wonder woman would, would be good be? but like I, what what's aquaman put, really gonna do at, at football do you have what's well, shit, I, the flash I would mean, be amazing but he, yeah so soldier field hmm. is no soldier field is pretty far well you aquaman would be a aquaman would be a very specific play based on where you're playing i wonder is raymond james well raymond james stadium does have the pirate ship I don't think it's very close to the water. It'd have to be Miami Stadium, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. And I think LP Land Stadium shark, is near a river, it... too. No, it's not LP Stadium anymore, but where the Titans play, I think, is near a river. Oh, even... uh, yeah. What is... Even then, is even then, I'm not sure what no, that what does is... for you. Nissan. It's like Nissan Stadium. It is something. Nissan Stadium now. Yeah, anyway, I think Marvel takes it. it feel free to disagree with me. Like I, this is a Twitter fight. I would be happy to have with anyone. I, I'm just like, so you, you, you have, you have Superman, right? And you're going to want him probably a quarterback. And then like, who do you like, who do you throw it to? Right. What do you, what do you do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? If Superman has the ball. Like, Mr. Fantastic can wrap him up with his arms and slow him down a little bit. I I, I think that. So here's a, okay. So here's another question, and here and this is where I'll leave it. Do you think this kind of game, any kind of like supernatural football game, would be? Because there's to me there's only two possibilities. Is it's like a hundred versus a hundred. Everyone scores on every play, or zero zero tie. No one scores on any play. And I, I feel like I feel like a score would be every single play, and it's just a matter of who has the ball last. So, so that's here's my thing. Any pass, I think any pass play would be absolute. Like you wouldn't be able to do a pass play. In, no, in it would be kind of it would be nothing but run plays. Yeah, one hundred percent agree. Yeah. You'd, you'd either give the run, give the ball to like one of the the speedsters and see if they can make it through, or you'd give the ball to like the Hulk right. and just yeah. let him <laughs> rip and tear. For sure, I yeah I I, I agree with that because the thing is, is it's like I was saying like you can't really speed up the football if the football enters the air. A defender is gonna like the the key in this is like you have to end the play. Right, it's not you have to, you have to get the receiver down. You just have to like 
end the play in any way you can because you have all these superpowers. So I wonder if they'd have this with all the flyers, if you'd have to have like an out of bounds, like if the if the field becomes a cube. It, it, in oh, some way, definitely. Well, well, like here, a certain like so, there's a like a certain height that these players cannot go above or they're out of bounds. So well, they have to play within this cube, otherwise they're out of bounds. Think about Blitzball, right? From Final Fantasy. Yeah. That, that's kind of what we're, we're doing. There would have to be a ceiling, right? Like, mm-hmm. there would absolutely have to be. I, I, I would tend to agree that, well, I mean, at the very least, either play, like, if a play is successful, it would be a touchdown. If it is unsuccessful, it would just be a loss of down. Like, there would be... If you advance the ball, it is into the end zone. If you do not advance the ball, it is a either like yeah yeah it's it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. 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 I play that video game. That that'd be a fun video game, just like NFL Blitz, but mm-hmm. with super how super powers. Yeah, Heck yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. Um, let's talk about real football a little bit some yeah, more. Yeah, Jesus. That was um, a very long segue. We're, we're halfway through the <laughs> podcast. Holy shit. Uh, I mean, well, there. this week had some a lot of blowouts, so we don't it have did. to spend too long on everything. Uh, like Patriots-Dolphins. Like, oh, all right. The Patriots are themselves basically again. Did Did anyone really think? they were toast did you think no. they were toast no we talked of course about not. this we talked about because this. smart people know that that's not thing that you should worry about at all anymore I, so, let's talk about the goddamn bears yeah let's Can we, holy shit i think the bears are legit i don't i don't i mean, I mean you don't? I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna surprise any of the any any person listening to this saying that i don't think the bears are legit right like i I, I just think the Buccaneers are So really why do you think the Bears aren't legit? Because they've that... won three games, mm-hmm. and the first game they they still played pretty well, and the only thing they yeah. they just couldn't stop, like a doped-up Aaron yeah. Rodgers, who was playing out of his mind in the yeah. second half. Like, the, the Bears look legitimately good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I'm... I'm just still very much not convinced, especially because this coincided with the game every single year, every single fucking year, where the Fitzmagic runs out, right? And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' defense was never all that good, especially their secondary, right? And I think that, like, uh, Matt Nagy, who's, like, always, like, in the preseason, he was like, we're going to just like throw the ball a lot and give Mitch Trubisky a chance. I think I'm not convinced yet, right? I'll have to see the bears play a team. That's not a pretender to the throne. Like the Buccaneers, not like this, like, Oh, that's true. Their schedule up to this point. Has it been murderers row? They almost beat the Packers who are, they're just a team that lives and dies on Aaron Rodgers. They beat the Seahawks who are clearly not who they were. Yeah. They beat the Cardinals who are abysmal league. Yeah. (laughs) And, and then the Buccaneers who, yes, they they were pretenders. Those first two weeks were flukes. Yeah. So yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it is a little early, but I don't know. They just, when things are clicking with the bears, they just look 
really their defense looks better than I expected. Their offense like didn't impress me, but they still like when you when well, you go up against a team that's bad and you clobber the shit out of them. Yeah. Like even though right. they didn't do that to Arizona, they did it to the Bucks, so it's it's hard to tell. Mhm. Mhm. I think they were in Arizona. They weren't in Chicago, no, so they were, that they might were playing have... that that wasn't a way game. Okay, so that away games are a little bit harder to blow people away. So the Bears and Bucks, that was in Chicago. So like you're when you're a good team, you're supposed to annihilate bad teams. So it's true. like I'm maybe so, we got something. I I'll say that I'm like I I am happy to be proven wrong. Right. Like it'd be great if the bears were cool again and good and good on the strength of like a gunslinging offense. And that'd be awesome. My, my, my thing is like, I'm, I'm looking at the schedule. Yeah. And this week it's the dolphins who are bad. That's probably a win. Yeah. They're bad. They're dolphins like are not bad. their, their record. The dolphins are not a good football team. No, they're not. They're not. Uh, then then we have the Patriots who like, like they're not, the Patriots are toast, but they're, they are definitely not as good as they have been. Sony Michelle and, and, uh, although Josh the Patriots Gordon, will have Edelman back. They then, will have Edelman so. back that week. So like, so maybe, maybe that's the test. Although like, so here's the thing with the Bears Patriots game in two weeks, right? If the Bears win, every single person in Chicago is going to be like Bears Super Bowl this year. And I don't, given what I've seen this year, I don't really see the Patriots. Like the Patriots aren't in my top like three list of teams that if the season ended now, I think would be playing for the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I agree with that. They're not themselves yet. Right. So, so it's just kind of, it's just kind of iffy. I want to see them play the Vikings. I want to see them play the the Lions now that they've got their feet under them. I, I want to see some of those NFC North matchups before I I like deliver a verdict. I really want to see them face off against the Rams in December. That's going to be a fun game if the Bears keep playing the way they're playing right now. Yeah. But my, my point is I don't really know what to make of them given their schedule and given – and given the timing of a lot of these games, especially the Buccaneers game with, you know, with yeah. what you had called about Fitzmagic. So, yeah, that's 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 my thing. I'm like, I'm I really want to pump the brakes on the Bears for now. That's fair. I think something that we could both agree on is that the Bears have gone from a mediocre crap nothing of a team to a team that's worth paying attention to. Absolutely. Yes, sir. They may not be great, but they're a team that right now is worth paying attention to. So I that's I, compared I'm to not, where they've been, that's that's great. I I'd like I like having the Bears be relevant. I'd absolutely put them at pretty good if not, you know, if not better, right? Like if we're doing a a, a fucking tier list of this shit right i i would put him in a pretty good and something is auto playing on my computer that's fun oh i was hoping you had roommates and no. they were laughing at you no no my my roommate is actually very very conscientious when i'm recording the podcast shout out to ray rayberg hey ray 
The he's Eagles not, lost. He's not. A, oh, oh. <laughs> we, we should talk about that. Actually, what a fucking we heartbreaking should. game. If you, yeah, if you're an Eagles fan. I that so 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 I want to give you some context on this. I was watching this game with Ray at another Eagles fan's house, just like drinking beers, having a good time, having some snacks. So we watched that game, have my heart torn out. And then I get notifications on the Bengals Falcons game. And uh, <laughs> love, love to be a football fan. Love to watch this good sport that I like. Love to be a football fan. I can't. I, <laughs> so, but it's, I mean, the Titans are cool. I like the Titans. I'm glad, I'm glad Marcus Mariota's healthy. Like, and, and that he, I, I, I am well. very much like this Titans team. They don't look good, but they've won no. three games. Yeah. I, how? And, they, how and they've been winning that? them in creative ways. Like, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, I think right now, Mike Vrabel is. He's finding he he's got he's got the balls this year. Like he he's the coach with the balls this year cuz in the in the Texans game like they they were down Mariota, they were down Delaney, they were down Taylor Lewan. and part of the reason why they won was they got creative on special teams and threw a fake right. punt touchdown. Mm-hmm. And then they go up against the Jaguars and they managed to squeak out three field goals and beat the Jaguars. Like like I think it may have even been in Jacksonville. I'm not sure, but like the Jaguars were, like they're also three and one. They're also yeah, a the great team. But they went out team, against the Titans yeah. and they sucked. Yeah, and then they go they go against the Eagles and they win off ballsy fourth down calls. Like there like, were three is... in overtime, three like in a row on that one drive. Yeah. That was that was fantastic. Like the Titans. They're finding ways to win games that they really shouldn't be winning. It's great. That's, <laughs> I mean, it, at least in college football, this doesn't happen that much in the NFL is like this kind of consistent, I mean, I don't want to call it win stealing because that means like that makes it sound not legit, like like they haven't worked for it, but that's usually what you see out of this is this is a grit. This is like the Danny Woodhead of teams. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is grit team. Yeah, this is amazing. Speaking of grit, quick side note: I'm sure you're aware of the Philadelphia Flyers' new mascot. Oh my God, Gritty, the Antifa hero, Gritty. Oh Gritty my God, is I love him already so my favorite thing. I like if if Philly does anything right, it's Gritty. Gritty is the yeah. best. Yeah. Give me all the Gritty. I'm, Gritty I'm, forever. I am so glad that not that I was a Flyers fan before, but everyone's a Flyers fan now, and it it just feels really good. It just feels really really good because if the Flyers are up against any team that that is shitty, like like the Rangers or the the Islanders or even like I'm I like the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks are a shitty team with a shitty fan base that wins all the time. Or like the St. Louis Blues, you can just be like, "No, nah, man, it's gritty." Look at those, look at those googly eyes. You can't hate the googly eyes. You can't. He's the right amount of adorable creepy. Yes, that's so perfect. And like the the best part about him is that he's he's just a weird thing, 
He's not an animal or anything yeah. like that. Yep. He's just a weird creature. And Gritty's, like, a, like, Gritty's aware of it too. Like you've seen yeah. the thing where where Gritty like turns towards the camera and the eyes jiggle for like three seconds and Gritty's fucking voguing and it's perfect. Like everyone's we, we aware. We need more they mascots like that. Mascots yeah. that are just confusing big felt monsters. We the, need more. Like the Philly does mascots right. Like I don't I don't know what it is, but they got the fanatic who's yeah, who's yeah. like green birdo, uh-huh. and then uh, yeah. Now, Shit. And now Gritty, like, Gritty looks like, like he looks like an orange grimace yep, with yep. dreads. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's fantastic. We need, we need more Gritties in the world. Like, I just, I just really oh. wanted to say shout out to Gritty because Gritty owns. And I'm, I am looking forward to an entire season of Gritty Antics. I'm looking, I'm looking at the, uh, the 76ers mascot and that one, that one's gonna be a miss. Folks, uh, Franklin the dog. Uh, oh, they didn't even make it like, like a patriot guy. No, like they should. They, they should have made it like Ben Franklin, but like as a mascot. No, and he like <sighs> jumps around with like the Declaration of yeah. Independence. Yeah, like they, that would have would have been awesome. Like a that, big that, Ben that Franklin. Like that would have owned. Come on. Or what it, if they just made like Belly, and it's just like. And like the Liberty Bell with googly eyes, mm-hmm. and like that would have been that would be dope as hell. I would, yeah. That would that would be the best the basketball mascot in ball. Like it, yeah. Like why did they not do that? Like did Franklin? Don't, no, most that's, that's weak. Most basketball teams go like pretty out there with their mascots too. And I don't know why the 76ers is like let's. We okay, so we're we're in we're in the city with a, a huge huge wealth of history behind it. We are the city of brotherly love. Ben Franklin was here that one time. We have the Liberty Bell. The Constitutional Congress was here. How about we do a dog? And then, it's a and then dog. And, and at least then, at least the eagle makes sense. With like yeah, America yeah, and stuff, yeah, but like yeah, a dog, yeah. and it's a do- eh. it's a doofy looking dog too. So so here is my here is my my plea, right? The power ranking of the mascots is obviously gritty number one, the fanatic number two, and then you have whatever the eagle guy is number three. I, because I I do I do fucking love the sonic the hedgehog mouth in the beak where he has two mouths on the sides yeah and it's closed in the middle it's fucking great uh and then franklin the dog at the very bottom hey philadelphia if you're listening just fucking do a a lot of shrooms and like do cryptids for for your football and your basketball teams like you did for the other two it doesn't need to be anything. Make your mascots exciting and also nothing and absurd. Take a, like, read the Dada Manifesto and make, fuck it. Make your, your, okay, your new basketball mascot is a basketball with eyes that has a, has been stabbed in the face and is bleeding. And that's the gimmick. 
Stabby, <laughs> Stabby the Basketball is your new mascot, Philadelphia 76ers. And, and it runs around and screams in pain and then dies on the on the court. And that's the thing. And then you have and then you have like this this other whole bit where people like drag him out and and resuscitate them. And, and that's it. I got to say, if the 76ers go back to being really bad, that would be the best mascot. Yeah, because you could just use him whenever they're bad and just be like, oh, look, they're dead again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Internet mm-hmm. gif like. It's perfect. It's way more interesting than dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do- dogs are generic. No no more dogs. You got to think about how memeable your mascot is, right? Because in this, the year of our Lord, 2018, that's pretty much what a mascot is for, right? Like, I, I'm, I'm trying, I'm like sounding facetious but i'm not really trying to be a mascot is successful if like it does funny antics that people share on social media or that people find funny enough to like take a video of and share on social media and instagram yeah that's why Grimmy's so awesome if your mascot is just a cheerleader basically just something that stands there and and dances and points and nods that's a shit mascot well you already have cheerleaders is the thing right you have you have these people who've trained to like hype a crowd up and and be flexible and athletic and and do all that awesome shit you don't need that from your mascot your mascot is supposed to be a fucking clown literally your mascot is a clown make it we need more gritties hashtag more gritties more gritties please more gritties I will take lots of gritties over um, watching the Cowboys and Lions anymore this year. Yeah. Ugh. What what a bunch of nothings. Like, I don't even want to talk about this game. It's just like... So let's eh. don't. Let's don't talk about this game. I I, I feel like the we didn't give... The one thing I'll say is I feel like we didn't give the Lions as much credit as they were due. But, you know... Not neither of these teams are gonna have anything. We're not to, gonna to see these with. teams in January. No, so. we're not. No, we're not. Yeah. So why? Um, why bother? You know what team we're not even gonna see in December? The, the Bills. The Bills. <laughs> no, they're all just gonna go home. They're just gonna go home. Like why? They had they had one week where like oh wait, did they turn a corner? No, no. They nah. twenty two to nothing. Like nah. Bill, the Bills are shit. They're, they're complete. And total shit. Any what? any hope Buffalo fans had left over from last year, it's gone already. Like, it's gone. What Bills I'll say are is, terrible. Is, is this is a classic game, though, that Aaron Rodgers does, like, blow a team out and the Packers defense stays stout and plays angry. Like, when you're 1-1-1 one, and, one, and when you're the Green Bay fucking Packers and you're playing against a weaker opponent like the Bills... You know, you're going to put up you're going to put up 22 and hold them to no points. You're going to do that. I like yeah, the Bills are really bad. I don't think they're as bad as this game made them seem. There's a bunch of recency bias going on here with that. I, like obviously they're toast. We're not they are not going to show up for December, but you know, they're going to 
they're going to steal a couple more games down the road, you know? Yeah, but it's not going to matter. No, we're, no, of course We're going to no, watch this team. Not. We're going to be watching this team piss itself all season long. And honestly, I'll probably enjoy it. Oh, hell yeah. Texans, Colts. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was a pretty good football game between two teams that are not impressive. It was a pretty good football game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think that I think that a lot of people are disappointed this year about having a healthy Deshaun Watson and a healthy Andrew Luck back. And both of them being like about like 40% less good than they thought they were going to be. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I know I, I gave um, J.J. Watt crap last week because he put up three sacks against the Giants offensive line. And I'm like, hey, let's chill. But he put up another two sacks against the Colts. And I, even though the Colts line is also bad, like maybe maybe J.J. Watt is is back to himself. Like that he's he's having a good season so far. So, yeah, yeah. hooray. Mm-hmm. At least that's something to watch out of these two shit teams. For sure. For sure. Jets and Jaguars. Man, we all got really excited Jets. after that uh, week one Jets win, didn't we? Just like, oh my goodness, yeah. the Jets oh, just yeah. demolished the Lions. Lions fell apart. Maybe the Jets Maybe the Jets have a chance of making some hay. Maybe Sam Darnold's going to kick some butt. No. It's, <laughs> no. The, Jets, the Jets look like a bad football team. Jet, Jaguars really are a very good football team. Jets are a bad football team. So this game went exactly as it should have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 12, 12 points for the for the New York football Jets. Oh, man. I, I got to say, Blake Bortles put up a career high um, 388 passing yards. That surprises me that that was a career high because I feel like that one season he was throwing all those garbage time yeah. touchdowns. Like I yeah. feel like he would have hit that already, but... Yep. Uh, good for you, Bort. You you still haven't hit 400 yet, I guess. But hey, hey. Um, I'm gonna say a I'm gonna say a sentence to you, and I hope it's okay. I'm just gonna say a sentence to you, and I want you to okay. I want you to react. Okay. Blake Bortles. Good. Nah. I think Blake Bortles I know, is I know good, it, not it feels great. Weird to say. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's okay. Yeah, I think he's learning how to manage a game and how to do the right thing, do quarterback and not things, force it too much. I, I think Blake Bortles might be entering the realm of good. It makes me very, very happy. It makes me very happy. I think what well, I think the important thing here is Blake Bortles may have entered the realm of good enough to win a Super Bowl with a good team around him. Yeah, yeah. And, like I there, mean, there, there's basically like three classes of quarterbacks. There's the quarterbacks that are so good that they'll drag mediocre teams deep into the playoffs. Right. There are quarterbacks that depend entirely on the team around him. If they've got a good team around them. They will do well if they've got a bad team around them. They'll look like crap. And mm-hmm. Blake Bortles appears to be that quarterback. And then there's quarterbacks that are just so bad that they drag teams down no matter what. Like you're playing Gabberts and uh, yeah, such like that. So I think like with this team, like Blake Bortles is good enough. 
I would love to see the Jaguars have one like serious, serious receiving threat on their team. Like, I yeah, mean, that's one thing they're really missing. I because because the fact that Bortles has like put up the the numbers that he has without having like a legit number one, like passing to you know D.D. Westbrook and 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 them. I would love to see him throwing to a, you know, a Julio Jones or shit, man, a Des Bryant. I know he wants to go back to the Cowboys, but like if Des signed with the Jaguars, like I'd love to see how that uh, turns yeah, out. Yeah, that might, right? that might like, work that'd out. That'd be cool. Although the Dude. longer Des goes unsigned, the less faith I have that he's actually good. That's, and he has yeah. anything left because it's it's true. it's weird how he has, still hasn't been signed yet. It's yeah. it's bizarre to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we we touched on it already, and I feel bad bringing this up, but Bengals Falcons was an awesome football game. It real no, it really was. It hey, it really was. It really was. I wasn't expecting it, it to be right, but it's kind of strange that like the Falcons are one in three, but they feel better than that. Well, it's because it's because of the injuries, right? They, their defense has been decimated by injuries. They've had they have two like really good starters out for the year, Keanu Neal and someone else who I can't remember at the moment. But like that's I mean that's why the Bengals are printing up thirty seven on the Falcons, and it's they feel better because they're putting up like their offense is really good, right? They're putting up enough points to win every game, and although like it's tough to come back from one and three and win the playoffs, the Falcons are. I mean, I, I'm looking at the like one and three teams in the in the league right now, and they're the best one. They're at, they're by far the best one, and they. I also wouldn't like, depending on the odds you give me, like I bet on them to make the playoffs in a wild card. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see this team making a wild card. Mm-hmm. Bengals, Bengals look like they've found a good season. Yeah, Bengals yeah. Are, I can't believe they're 3-1. Right? Yeah, and that, they've that looked good in all me. their wins. Like, mm-hmm. they've they've looked legit. Uh, Tyler Eifert died, but that was yeah. that was to be expected. Tyler Eifert. That happens every is, year. And, every year, yeah. like, on the year. It, yeah, Tyler, Tyler Eifert, Eifert versus injury. being healthy is one of the best rivalries in the NFL. <laughs> like, it, it's it's bad. Uh, Seahawks, Cardinals. Ugh. Oh, I, I, like, this was, like, I guess if you're interested in watching Josh Rosen start, this was a game worth watching but I don't no know this why game is not worth watching i feel like they're ruining josh rosen right whatever he had i mean i mean he looked better than sam bradford whatever happened to bradford that's, that's like, true least... i guess that's true like why not you're owing three you have nothing to lose your worst that's gonna happen is you go o- i think the, i think the uh, cardinals are the only team that's still winless so yep, they are oof just just abysmal mm-hmm. just just completely abysmal um I, we we need we, we still have a little bit of time left at least 10 minutes left in this podcast so we're gonna have to devote a decent chunk of that to raiders browns yeah we were both wrong by the way yes we were although I, although this game although was insane we? this this game was 
ridiculous, and it was also probably the worst officiated game I may have ever seen. <laughs> yes, fucking sir. I, like, there was... Like, almost every game now has, like, one call, which is just atrocious. This game had, like, ten calls, mm-hmm. which were just bafflingly terrible. Most of them against the Browns. Not that I'm, like... There were a few pretty bad ones against the Raiders, too. Yeah. Like, the yeah. when they, they blew the whistle dead when Marshawn Lynch was running, like, that was... Oh, I totally forgot about that. When Marshawn Lynch was yeah. doing the Marshawn Lynch thing that he yeah. always we, does we, on every We got robbed run. of a beast mode run because they they got a little bl- happy whistle. And, oh my god, it's just... It's like, there's so many awful things that happened in this game. That, that call, there was the 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 new worst roughing the passer penalty which yeah. was Arden Key basically touching Baker Mayfield didn't even knock him down like mm-hmm. got to him right after the throw and like just immediately Baker like wasn't even like knocked off balance he like just took like a step to the side and that that counted as a roughing passer just a just garbage and then the one that we're just going to be talking about pretty much the rest of the season which was that awful spot reversal down yeah which was 100 percent the game winning first down and that was taken away like yeah come on come well, on my, my thing is even if you don't and and if you've if you've seen it if you've read any blog post about it you know this week you know what i'm about to say is like even if they were were actually short there's no you can't there wasn't enough evidence yeah you can't overturn a call like that you can't do that when it's that close there wasn't the the phrase there was not indisputable evidence video evidence yeah you can't you can't do that you can't do that hey raiders are still really bad raider yeah the raiders did not impress me but it i think the takeaway i have for this game is despite everything going wrong for the Browns in some ways, like they still look like a legitimate football team. They, yeah. They, they look like a football team. They a look team like a real, like a big boy team. They look uh-huh. like a team that will actually play legitimate football. Like, you know, that, that famous like factory of sadness video yeah, where yes. Mike Polk jr. Is like screaming at the stadium and he's like, did you watch Packers chargers? It's like, they're playing a different sport. Mm-hmm. The Browns are finally playing the same sport yes. as everyone else. Yes. Yes. I'm wondering if they did some like weird Space Jam football thing with the Cardinals or, you know, the 49ers or, I mean, the Broncos. Like, I'm wondering if there's some like weird mojo thing happening. Not that they like got good, right? Like, I'm not ready to say that yet. But they but, got like, relevant. Yeah, they, but they're they got relevant. Competent. Yeah. Yeah, they're. I mean, I don't know, man. I feel they're like a they ga- they're a team stars. worth watching again. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Four Niners Chargers. Eh. Eh. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to watch. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to watch the Chargers anymore because the Chargers are in no man's land. They've become completely and utterly irrelevant in every way, even when they win. It and sucks. then the 49ers lost uh, super handsome man, so who cares? It sucks for uh, Melvin Gordon, 
right? Who who yeah, has been who has been putting up gaudy video game numbers, and no one cares. And I can't even bring myself to care. Bringing this up is like I have pity for you. I'm not going to watch your games, though. Shoot. Yeah, I I don't think I've really watched a Chargers game in like two years. Yeah, no. I just they're just even when they're like doing cool Chargers stuff, like I just don't care. Like yep. they're just not a. They're just not important anymore. It's like as soon as they moved, I just ceased to care about them at all. Like they shouldn't even exist, honestly. Mm-hmm. Saints Giants uh, that went as expected. Yeah, sorry, bud. Gi- it, it, the Giants' offense is a mess of problems. Eli is old and skittish, won't throw downfield. The uh, so, offensive so that, line that's is bad. The question. Wait, wait, wait. How like how many times did he target Odell Beckham? Was it just like? on the game or something ridiculous like that i remember watching it wasn't ESPN high with- um somebody who analyzes film better than me basically made the point that beckham looked like he was being used as a decoy a lot which <sighs> makes sense. it there's just like the, no, I, the, no, the offense is a s- mess of problems like the play calling isn't good sure that we know of eli is skittish and afraid to take a chance and the offensive line is garbage, so nobody's really doing anything. It's just a mess. The defense showed up. They held the Saints to four field goals in the first half, but you can only push back so long before everything starts falling apart. So, it, like, I, I, I knew the Giants weren't going to be great this season. I'm, yeah. I'm already kind of like, well, what's more interesting in the league right now? What other teams can I watch and be more interested in? Like, I, I don't even know if I'm going to be watching the Giants in a month. Sure. I'll be watching everyone else instead. Uh, Ravens, Steelers. Steelers are in a free fall right now, and it's kind of glorious. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Speaking speaking of teams, the Browns should have beaten, right? Like, mm-hmm. Yep, that should have been a win. Yeah. Yeah, Ravens looking good. Ravens looking good. John, John Ra- Brown looking yeah. good. Like, now that he's free from the Cardinals. Their offense has life. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 pretty great, and I'm I'm you know I've talked about this before. I'm excited to to see the Ravens, like to see Joe Flacco performing okay, so that they don't have to rush Lamar Jackson out to the field, so that he can like sit and practice and learn a little bit, so that when he comes out, yeah. he'll be ready. Like that's pretty fucking sweet too. It's yeah, Ravens excellent. good. Ravens good. Um, and then. One more team, like fucking god damn, like Pat Mahomes is awesome. Yeah, I, I if Pat they, Mahomes is awesome, he's like he willed the Chiefs to victory against the Broncos. The Broncos did everything they could to fuck him up on Monday night. They they yeah. brought all the blitzes, all the pressures. They their entire game plan was newbie quarterback let's fuck him up yeah and he just he he set a record for amount of passing yards outside the pocket with like 198 or something ridiculous he like he did the little shovel pass with his left hand yeah i was gonna say set a record for offhand passing right like pat mahomes sounds like kermit the frog and he's legitimately the best quarterback in the league right now yep it's amazing it like we should this is inevitably going to end in horrific injury. Oh, so God. everyone oh, needs to enjoy this right now as yeah. it's happening. 
Yeah, so so that's yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Get as hype as you can now. It'll make just, you sadder ju- at the end, but it'll be enjoy worth the it. ride. It'll be worth just it. enjoy the just, ride. Because we know this is going to end in heartbreak for the Chiefs because nothing mm-hmm. good happens for the Chiefs. So while this is happening, just just treasure it. Just treasure this Pat Mahomes because this is wonderful what he's doing and it's great and I love watching him. It's wonderful. I'm wondering how Trevor's feeling about this trevor trevor risk ksk writer uh and noted chiefs fan years and years and years of heartbreak i might i might message him on on facebook be like i I work with a uh chiefs fan like a diehard chiefs fan and he's he says he's he's really kind of like confused because he's not used to having a quarterback that he that the team drafted that's really good. He's like, uh-huh. it's my entire life, this has never been the case. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of unable to process it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I. It, it's I, great. I think it's yeah. It seems like it's got to be a a a combination of confusion and abject fear that something is going to go wrong because something will go wrong, right? But something will go wrong. But until that happens, just enjoy the show. Please enjoy the show. Sam. Yes. Want to talk about some games next week? Rapid fire time. Yeah, rapid fire. Let's go. All right. Game number one, Colts at the Patriots. Uh, Patriots take it for sure. They got Patriots are going to take it. Um, Since you're going to be listening to this, presumably on Friday, um, the Patriots already won. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Uh, Broncos at the Jets. Broncos at the Jets. Uh, I want to say the Broncos. I'm not super confident about it, though. This might be a bounce-back game for uh, Sam Darnold and the Jets. Yeah, this might this might be a, a trap. Yeah. But I feel like the Broncos should win this. They should definitely win this. Yeah. Giants at Panthers. Oh, well. Oh, jeez. Yeah, don't, don't even. Don't even it's, pre- it's the Panthers, but I don't want to watch that game. Don't no. The Giants are not going to be an interesting team to watch this year. Like no. even with Saquon Barkley, they're not going to be an interesting team to watch this year. Don't watch the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Don't. This is this is me. Do not watch the New York Giants. They're not going to be a fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. Dolphins at Bengals. Well, if you're going by momentum, and I usually do, it's going to be the Bengals. I I don't believe in the Dolphins anymore. Nor should I. I don't either. Uh, this is surprisingly a battle of three and ones. One yeah. of those three and ones totally feels like a fraud, and that team is not at home. So yeah, I think the Bengals should win this. Plus, they got Vontae's Burfix back, so he'll have one game before he like rips someone arm someone's arm off and you know gets suspended. Oh boy! Of the but it will Ravens be on a key play. At, <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Ravens at Browns. I can't. I mean, I I can't. It's the Ravens, right? They're red fucking hot. I can't. I can't. Yeah. If I if the Ravens the look as bad as they did last year, I would pick the Browns. But the Ravens look like they found an offense, so I think the Ravens are going to win this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Packers at Lions. Packers. 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 Yeah. Packers. Yeah. It it, it 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 it's the Packers. It's Packers. Jaguars at Chiefs. Ooh, Here's a game oh to watch. Man. Yeah. Shit. How does our new god do against the Jaguars defense? This is the game to watch. I, I can't I, I I okay I'm gonna pick with my heart because my mind is like I don't know I don't know I don't know I'm gonna say it's the Jaguars I'm gonna say the Jaguars do it I think they 
they might do it. I th- I think they might because the Chiefs' defense is complete trash. Yeah. So yeah, and the Jaguars, the Jaguars, the Jaguars, if they could just run them into the ground and trick this team into playing Jaguar ball. Yeah. If the if the Jaguars can get the Chiefs into playing a Jaguars football game, which is just low, like not a big score, like a lot of clock management, Jaguars are going to win this game, even in Arrowhead. Yeah. But yep. so I like the Chiefs should be the favorite, but this is a game the Jaguars can win. But yeah. this is the game you want to watch this week. Yeah. Watch this game. Amazing. I'm excited for that. Titans at the Bills. Titans. Can we please move yeah, on? Yeah. T- I don't want to talk. Titans. <laughs> Falcons at the Steelers. The Falcons take this one. I think the Falcons are finally going to like get a good positive win. Yeah, I agree. Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers, right? Chargers. Yeah, yeah, Chargers. Who cares? Don't watch this game. Vikings at the Eagles. This will be a fun one. Um, but the Eagles are at home. I gotta pick the. Eagles. I think the Eagles are in the Vikings' heads. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Eagles. I'm, I'm gonna pick the Eagles on that one. Cardinals at the 49ers. The Cardinals are trash, but I think they steal this game. Ooh, you think they're gonna pull it off? I think they're gonna get their first win of the season against the 49ers without Jimmy G. I think if this was in Phoenix. I, I would agree with yeah, you, but yeah, I think fair. the 49ers are still competent enough that they're going to win this game. Okay. I Rams can... at Seahawks. Rams. Rams. Cowboys at Texans. Uh, I actually think this is a really good matchup for the Texans. I think J.J. Watt sacks Dak Prescott a million times because somehow the offensive line for the Cowboys isn't there this season? What? And uh, And yeah, I think the Texans win. I, I think the Texans can win this, too, and it'll be a, a big victory for Houston. Mm-hmm. Redskins at the Saints. The Saints are going to run all day on that Redskins defense is the thing, right? Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. But that should also be a good game yeah, because oh, the Redskins yeah, are be better fun. than expected. So I think that'll be a game worth watching. Um, Buccaneers versus the bye week. Ah, oh, man. Oh, man. They're going to lose somehow, right? Because there's going to be all this shit about who's going to start next week. They're going to yep, lose gonna to the bye week. Shit, dude. <laughs> Whatever happens, they're going to lose to the bye week. I never... Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> Bucks are going to lose the bye week. And that's our time to say goodbye for this week. That was... Not very well executed. No, no, you did but... really good. You should have just gone with it. That was really, really good, actually. <laughs> all right, all right. The Bucks are going to lose the bye week, and it's time to say goodbye to this week. Sam Grezis, hit us out. Yes, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grezeses, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S, on Twitter and, or I'm sorry, on Twitch and Instagram, at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Dave? I'm Droplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Droplay Dave, on Facebook at the Droplay Comic, on Instagram, on Patreon, and of course on the Droplay.com. Thank you for listening. Please uh, let us know which mutants and superheroes you would want on your NFL team, and we'll see you next week.